0: All right, we're live. I'm going to bring my guest in in just a second here. I'll start off by saying welcome to Pej's Recovery Corner. My name is Pej. We do this recovery podcast talking about all things recovery or lack thereof, depending on who we have on and what they interpret as recovery. Depends on who it is. Welcome, Pat. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yep, I can totally hear you. Welcome to yeah. the corner. I've been wanting to have you on here for a little while now. Uh, usually, the way this uh, podcast works, we're on we're live on TikTok too. Uh, the way this podcast usually works is we like to learn about the individual, learn about their upbringing, where they're from, where they were born, and all that, and then go into their lifestyle now. So, so um, first and foremost, welcome to the corner. Good to see you, Pat.
1: You too, brother.
0: Um, it's funny the other day when I had. Uh, Posted that I was going to have you on here. I started getting these texts from people, people sending me texts about, you know, like this guy's really highly controversial. Like he's in those ethics pages. They'd be talking about him like, I know that's okay. That's all right. From what I know about him, he's not a bad guy. So why not have him on the show? I'd love to be able to hear from him himself rather than hearsay and what everybody, the opinions that people have. So, um, Pat, tell us about yourself, uh, where you were born, raised, all that stuff. And we'll get into some of your story and then we'll get into what you're doing these days
1: um i was born and raised in agora right here where the house is Mm -hmm. and um i actually just posted like a life story thing on youtube which is Mm -hmm. pretty funny that you're asking me this because i'm trying to figure out in my head right now do i tell you that I was in a body cast when I was a kid or do sure. I just talk about like anything when goes? my Go parents ahead. got divorced or when I started drinking and using and yeah. I well, guess give you me the- didn't really ask me my story I think or what did you ask where I was well, born or
0: okay so you were born in Agora Hills you, you were raised in that neighborhood too obviously where the house is at but um well the
1: house to- is a little bit down Canaan uh-huh. so I, I was canon, raised though. like in town in Agora like we used to like skate and you know, do dirt by the stores, like steal shit and, um, smoke like fucking sticks and cigarettes. And the cops would come to my house a lot. Cause my, after my parents got divorced, my house was like the party central party house. Mm-hmm. And the police would just come regularly. They knew me by first name, you know, and, 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 uh, it's funny cause that house will be like the transitional house, like it's the house we're about to open as sort of like
0: great second Center. house.
1: Yeah, but it's it's kind of more of a transition. But it's just funny that that's the house because people that grew up around here like know that was that, the party house. Yeah, it really is sort of a famous house, right? Locally, right? Um, so, but question for you You said own the house,
0: your parents got split up. Who did you end this up going and living with?
1: Out of focus, like what every is? second. What is the camera? Because I think it's like, it keeps trying to like focus on like, um, my, I live with both my parents. Um, <laughs> so it wouldn't be a proper podcast with me Wait. unless we were talking about technical difficulties during the podcast. Cause that's the way it's always same happened. here. Same on my end. I understand completely. <laughs> totally. And I'm almost like, it's because the laptop, it's trying to focus on the laptop. Uh huh there you go there you go now my head's even with yours too which is cool yeah and you also get a little bit of the marlon brando in the background nice i see that
0: and i got yes. Prince in my background right here cool and
1: i gotta go um, just, to just side. just keep an up. eye on it because it keeps like snapping focus like yeah i live with i live with both my parents um pretty much so just like back and forth did you have any siblings growing up yeah, I have a younger brother. Uh, he's about 18 months younger than me.
0: Okay. And then uh you said, you, when, did, when did you start getting into drugs? Were you fucking around at a very, very young age? Obviously, the skate life, like a lot of skaters like to play around.
1: Um, like middle school.
0: Middle school. Mm-hmm. Was it weed? Was it alcohol? Was it anything? Yeah, I was
1: we, like weed and... Uh, Caleb, come here, can you just stay and just make sure we're good? Um you notice how it keeps like unfocusing? From my side, it's not it only
0: barely unfocuses it. I know, I know, know, I know, but it it
1: is doing that. So just bring bring up the F stop a little bit. Okay, then turn up the ISO. Um I uh yeah I have this like camera I have a production company like we like do we like shoot stuff it's still doing it. Um, yep,
0: that's your background from what I understand. Um somebody's but, saying uh, you're you're fine it's okay keep going that's what
1: See that? Yeah, mi- middle school like you know, high school really is when I started like really drinking or using. I, I couldn't really drink cuz I have like acid reflux. Mhm. Um like uh always um um like worried, and like I think that contributes to like the acid in my stomach, and I'm like, always tell Wickham to take it off autofocus, please. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he knows his shit he's like, out. Yeah, it's exactly. like it's like it's hard
1: right now I'm like really frustrated because like I've been trying to get Caleb Dude, believe
0: me I, this happens to me sometimes when we're trying to film I'm like come on can't everything just be set up perfectly
1: yeah well I mean the thing for me is I've employed lots of different people and Caleb now he's actually the most senior member in the house so he's sort of like working for me I mean mm-hmm. I'm trying to help him learn videography, social media, editing, mm-hmm. and he's like into it, you know, and it's but he's also like, you know, 6 months ago was very much like not employable. Right? He came into the house lying. This guy came here with zero money, lying about like having money. Um could you imagine flying across the country with no money, going to a house and saying, "Here I am," like and then like lying up and he wrote us checks, they bounced. And we're like, bro, what the fuck is the deal here? Mm-hmm. And he finally was like, you're in tears, bro. I have a whole YouTube video on it. He's in tears talking about like, I was lying. And then he wrote a whole list of all the lies he told. Mm-hmm. And um, he's changed so much, dude. Like, I'm really proud of this kid. And like, I'm also like proud to say that like, we let him stay here mm-hmm. even though he had no money. And like, he's turned out to be like, just awesome, and I love you, and sorry I'm like kind of crazy sometimes. <laughs>
0: but Pat, really, Pat Ridge crazy? No,
1: never. It's, it's, Come on, now. It's really a powerful story. But yeah, now we're talking, bro. It's not like snapping in and out of focus anymore.
0: Okay, so here's what I want to do. I want to talk about that stuff, especially with what you provide and what you do in your house. I know that you went to Liberty House for like a minute, maybe a week or something like that. How do you I, know that? I mean, because how do I you listen, because I listen to your podcast, and I know Michaelis, uh, I know Michaelis, and I know Chris Howard, and I myself own some sober livings in South Orange County, and went through a very structured place. So I, right now, I have three places that run like train stations, and you were just telling us about Caleb coming through and being a liar. It's like. What like people coming to sober living? Completely honest, nah. Of course not. You got to break no, no, them down no, no, no. to really show them like the path. But I want to learn more about you, just so that people really know uh, about yeah, you, yeah, rather because yeah. a lot of people assume a lot of shit about you. You yeah, know, they, I'm sure. they, they're not necessarily sure if your heart's in the right place, right? But but like right. what I've gotten, especially based off of what Michaelis and Chris has told me about you, is that you're a fucking good dude, and and well, I, I don't mean, think.
1: It, if somebody's heart wasn't in the right place, would they really be so transparent online? Right. I guess, you know, it's because
0: a lot of people see the way that you present yourself online. They automatically assume this guy exploits his residence and this, that, and the other. And it's like many people have many different styles of marketing themselves, right? I mean, I'm on, I'm on TikTok too. Um, and, and I And I do a lot of shit. And you get a lot of people with a lot of different opinions that come at you sideways, especially people that that think that you're ruining their, their using game. Right. And so I'm all about recovery. I know that you're about recovery, but I want to learn more about like growing up in Agora. Agora Hills is a very affluent type of area, you know? So uh, when you were growing up, was there other kids around you that were fucked off that were, was it experimenting with drugs and then it became full blown addiction?
1: How did that work out? So in episode one of my show on YouTube, I have a there's it's really the pilot, it's like 30 minutes long. Uh-huh. Um, I explain all this in detail that like Agora Hills has like more overdoses than a lot of suburban towns. So, mm-hmm. the answer to your question is yes, a lot of people have been using a lot of my friends. Um, a lot of people have overdosed, there's a lot of suicides, you know. Turn up the ISO a little bit so it's a little brighter. Check out what,
0: what Jen Barton's saying. Some of your loudest haters have the most to hide. I'm fucking yeah, right. and
1: and and, and, and <laughs> totally right. I mean, look, dude, like it's hard to break through. Oh wow, just went black.
0: He'll re- he'll be back. He'll be back, folks. We still got you on the TikTok. Technical difficulties as if we wouldn't have technical difficulties today. I'm actually not having anxiety over it. I'm letting Pat have the anxiety with all the technical difficulties today. (laughs) All right. So, so as you were saying and what you say in your YouTube, but by the way, for those that don't know your YouTube, what is it uh, under? Is it
1: Pat Ridge? Patrick Ridge. Everything's Patrick Ridge. You could just Google Patrick Ridge.
0: Okay. So there's a lot of overdoses in Agora Hills, a lot, obviously, and that, I mean, that's a very well-to-do area. So what do you think that's
1: about? Well, we yeah, we talk about it in the show also. Um, and another thing I just kind of want to mention real quick is if you're in this community, right? Like you are in this community. Like you know, like we're in this little – you're in this little bubble, right, of the, the, the Facebook group. And like the world, they don't give a shit. Right. about the fucking ethics group, right? Like addicts and alcoholics all over the world that are in the fucking gutters, like dying, they don't mm-hmm. give a shit about the ethics group, okay? Neither do I. I'm trying to speak to drug addicts and alcoholics who are fucked off. You think they're gonna listen to the owner of the ethics group? They don't get, th- that guy doesn't speak their language. I don't ever wanna lose my ability to speak that language and look that way so I can touch and reach these people. Mm-hmm. That's my primary purpose is to reach drug addicts and alcoholics. I don't give a shit what people think of me in the community because the people in the community are sober. They got sober and then now all of a sudden they think they're better than. Hmm. They forgot I, where they came from.
0: from. From what little I've known or seen of you, I didn't ever really think you gave a shit. I, I could tell.
1: No, but, here, but you know what? I actually... Um. Oh man, like it does. It does hurt, and you can you can tell that I'm passionate and almost angry. Mm-hmm. That like that that's the reputation I have mm-hmm. because you're dealing with in the community. Because you're dealing with like alcoholics, right? And they're like, wait, and 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 we don't anything that's different or like loud or like. we're just going to judge i'm guilty of this too like we're immediately going to judge it and be like i don't like that when the truth is like dude madison and caleb and everyone in the house they have their own social media
0: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm.
1: they are posting with or without me the only reason people are seeing it is because i have a large following so people are posting in other social medias in other sober livings also like Mm -hmm. i'm not any different than any other social sober living, except for the fact that I have a half a million followers. Right. I've actually often
0: thought about that, too, that, that you got a lot of critics because people are saying you are exploiting these people, you're exposing them, but do, do you, and I didn't want to jump ahead too far just yet to talk about that because I wanted to learn about you. I want people to know right, 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 that, right, right, that, right. Fucking, that Pat Ridge was once a fucking addict in addiction yeah. that yeah. had his, had his own story and his own experience. That's why I brought up the whole thing of going to Liberty House, like What, what, okay. How old were you when you got sober? Um, 21. How old are you right now? 38. So you've been sober what? 16 years, 16 years. And, and what was your break? Like what the fuck happened in Pat's life that you would get sober at such a young age? Cause
1: not a lot of people get sober at 21 and stay sober. So yeah. Um, but what were we just talking about right before I went on that rant? You were talking about, we're talking about Agora Hills. Agora Hills, just growing up there. Like, you yeah, know, the a, way lot way to- a lot of house. overdoses, part of overdose. And this is outlined really, really well in this uh, show that I made. Mm-hmm. I mean, bro, when the quarantine happened, I hit the ground running and I started just filming everything and it started to grow on TikTok. And I'm like, all right, learning to lose like I'm going to start this brand based off of like my friend who died. Mm-hmm. And um, he wrote this song called learning to lose and like full transparency, tell all like, I'm not like you, you mentioned the way I present myself, right? right. Like I don't even believe in presenting right. yourself a certain way. I, this is who I am. You're going to see all the flaws. You're going to see all the good. You're going to see all the bad because like Hiding the bad is only contributing to the shame in other people. Like when we're out here just presenting our best, our, the best version of ourselves. only. Mm-hmm. Imagine how like all the other normal or all the other people who, imagine how that makes them feel. Like I'm here to say that I'm fucked also. I don't have it all figured out. Mm-hmm. I fight with my wife sometimes. Like, and that's okay. Like you can't cancel me because like I'm canceling myself. Like mm-hmm. this idea that like influencers and celebrities are supposed to be like perfect mm-hmm. is like crazy, bro. And that's mm-hmm. why we're canceling people left and right. Um, I'm so sorry. You <laughs> we, we were just asking about, oh, I got sober when I was 21. Right. Because fucking I went hard, dude. I, I go hard if in everything. Okay, I did what is- did you
0: go hard on? Let me ask that question. What oh, were you like, going hard on?
1: Oxy, um, Xanax. Little Xanax, little little Norco, little Oxy, little wild turkey, little dust off at the party. Uh-huh. And if you had some other shit, like I'm down.
0: Okay. And then and then what happened? Did you go to treatment? How did you get sober?
1: Uh, yeah, no, I went to the Discovery program, which is like
0: – I remember the, Disco- the original Discovery, the one yeah, that – Yeah, and
1: they actually graduated me uh, early because I was like getting honest and sort of like pulling covers. Right.
0: so let's let's just so that people know first of all discovery there's another there's discovery behavioral health and there's also a discovery house right now which neither of those places are the place that you went through the guy that ran the place where i went and got sober in cimac actually used to be a program director at discovery house and and i know that they were like straight up there was no fucking around you just couldn't fuck around in a place like that like They were gnarly, right? So
1: so Discovery Uh was right next to Liberty House. Was right next to Liberty House. Actually, at one point in time, Michaelis was running Discovery Yes,
0: he was. That's what I I know that about him. So
1: I graduated Discovery Uh and went over to Liberty House. And then my parents fought and they didn't want to pay because they Mm. hate each other more than they're willing to contribute to my sobriety so they had to let me go because i had no money well i mean we had money don't get me wrong but they They didn't want to support no my dad was like let the bitch pay half okay My mom the bitch didn't want to pay half because she knew my dad could afford it so they fought the whole family group Mm -hmm. and then the, the guy that was you know running Liberty house was like, I get why you get loaded bro but like you, you gotta it.
0: deal with all this shit
1: yeah <laughs> and, and now like you have to go mm-hmm. and um, yeah I, I, I left but I but I stayed close to the house. I, I was the first person to ever become friends of family at mm-hmm. Liberty house because I stayed close. I kept going back I I participated in dinners and groups I got six months. And I re and I applied for friends and family, and I started taking guys to meetings and taking them to my shows when I was in Hyper Crush and, and, and bringing them like merch and like, and then, um, and
0: Hyper Crush was what a band,
1: yeah, is a band that I started, you know, when I got sober and we got a record deal and mm-hmm. toured with like Lady Gaga, and like we were at the forefront of like the electronic, the dance electronic movement, mm-hmm. like we were like the first ones to be like performing electronic Mm -hmm. music in the club like back when dj am had banana split and Mm -hmm. and steve aoki was tuesday like we were in that scene Mm -hmm. with all those djs except we were like making it like mainstream by by rapping and singing on our own stuff so i i i try to like stay ahead of the curve i always have so right. I did it with Hypercrush, and then I did it with Ridge Production because we, we we started delivering on-site video edits at like ComplexCon and Coachella and Agenda and like big like EDC like big events like. Sure. We were, we were delivering like five like high-quality Instagram videos for EDC like before any other production company was doing shit like that.
0: And, Let and me then- ask you this: If you got sober at twenty-one, why did you stay sober? Why didn't you? were you ever in relapse mode or contemplating
1: going back out because you you seem like you're here to say i think that like liberty house really instilled this like fear in me about like how serious it is mm-hmm. that this structure which by the way like contrary to what people may or may not believe like mm-hmm. Graceland is very much based on that structure and we're, we're from what I can tell the first house, believe it or not, to be doing this structure as a co-ed house. Okay. So it's a co-ed house Graceland. Yeah. And it's got that kind of structure that to answer your question, instilled the fear of relapse in me. Mm -hmm. Like when I got out of Liberty house, I was like, Holy shit. Like the monkeys off my back, but the circus is still in town. Like, like Liberty house, I knew was going to be really hard and I almost like dodged a bullet in a sense Uh because I didn't have to like go through the house. Right. 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 And I was able to like get out on good terms, but that kept me close and scared and like wanting to take it really, really seriously.
0: Good. I absolutely love that. That's why I changed my life. You know, you brought up the word senior member. Is that going to go about Caleb? I went through a house. Like I said, Siamak, and I know that Michaelis, I think, knows him too because Siamak used to work at Discovery House. He he had started a program down in Orange County where I got sober 14-plus years ago, and I became a senior member, and there was word assignments, and there was, there was certain things that you couldn't do and certain things that you could do. This man rewired my brain by by having me fucking – pay attention to shit, like by becoming mindful because of word assignments or certain, certain consequences that would happen to me because I was fucking off or I would just act up or I wasn't aware of my ego. And so the man, he pretty much just turned me inside out. And I've often said he broke down my ego and he rebuilt me back up to be the best version of myself. So, so if that's what's going on at Graceland, no matter who says what, that's a fucking great thing to, to even Just to even hear about Caleb coming from across the country, being a dishonest guy, um, being a senior member now, still active. He's working alongside you. That's a miracle within itself. The guy was probably doing
1: drugs before, and he's not doing them, right? I mean, dude, Johnny, Carter, Madison, Reese, Shane, Wyatt, Shannon, Sapphire, Jared, Zoe, Blue, they're all – we have 21 people in this house, and they're all changing and growing. And I've seen miracles happen. What did Kanye say? I've seen miracle. He said a miracle. (laughs) uh, He's done miracles on me. No, he's doing miracles on everyone in this house. And I'm amazed. Mm -hmm. It's amazing. Like just the fact that somebody would be willing to write an entire list of all the lies they've told since they've been in the house Mm -hmm. and then like pay consequences for that without getting into too much detail, because I know there's only so much we're supposed to, I, I, I just, I I don't. I've been told like that we can't really go into like too much detail about what we're doing, and I actually don't really like if somebody in the house doesn't want to be filmed. Just so you know, or doesn't want to be like involved in that, then you not film it, them. Hundred percent. Yeah. Why would I? That's right. crazy. Right. Right. And the idea that I I mean the idea that like in two thousand twenty one like. Every – all the people that are a part of the social media, they were doing that before they got into the house. Why Mm -hmm. would we stop as soon as they start getting their life together? Right. Wouldn't that be the part of – wouldn't that be the part that you want to share?
0: Sure. I mean there's people that – There's a lot of people that go through my houses that like to take pictures with me. And Like I say, I don't have the following that you have, but they like to take pictures of me with them or of the house or the house they got sober in. And they're very happy and proud. Most of these kids were fucking overdosing on fentanyl, some in comas, you know, now they're like in the mainstream of life, they're going out and they're going back to school or they got these nice jobs or, but most importantly, they did, did an inside job and they're working on themselves. They're in the 12 step community or whatever other community they go to to stay sober. That's a huge deal. That's a big deal. So, uh, I commend you for, for helping people. That's a very good thing. Now, as far as, uh, having a co-ed house, I used to not believe in co-ed until I had to actually open one because I was working with somebody that was a email identifying as a male and and i told that individual in order for me to have you here i'm gonna have to start a whole different side because there's no way that i can we can drug test you because you still have female parts so like so then we made it work because everybody is plugged in they all got sponsors or mentors or spiritual advisors they all make their meetings we meet with them on a weekly basis just to make sure they're all uh, we, we do everything in our houses that we did in the place that i got sober and it sounds like that's what you're doing too you know how'd you yeah, come up
1: the, the, there's been like a couple like you know there's been a crush we had to put them on non-com and there's been uh one hookup and they got consequences and they were put on non-com and the girl is still here and she was able to see the pattern she has around men and i think that to expect them to be able to graduate a sober living and then like start dealing with the opposite sex all of a sudden and not like be not having been introduced to it at all in the sober living like to me that seems like the one of the biggest hurdles Like it's like, it's like all of a sudden, it's like, okay, you got a year sober in a structured sober living and now you're graduating deal with women. It's like, okay, wait, I haven't even spoken to a woman in a year. Like at least they're talking to members of the opposite sex and they're getting comfortable with like, you know, being around them and like and like taking direction from them and giving direction. And like, Mm -hmm. I think it's look dude, it's working. Um, and even Michaelis was saying the other day that, like, he's amazed that it's working as well as it is. I mean, they can't really get away with doing anything because there's too many people around. Yeah, it'd be seen. It's not, it's not like you can sneak into a girl's room, there's like seven other girls right next to her. Right. You know what I'm saying?
0: Right. And if people are on the same page with recovery, they're not going to let their peer pull some shit because then it's about pulling covers. A lot of people, listen, this terminology that you and I are using right now, a lot of people have no clue what pulling covers is. Right. A lot of people have no clue about what non-com is like right, right, right. when people come into our house and they fuck up enough to where we've warned them an, an enough times to where we just say, why don't you do a writing assignment and go on noncom for a little while? They're like, what the fuck does that mean? Well, non-com non-communication time to self-reflect, do a little bit of writing and, and take a look, go within, see what it is within you. Instead of yeah. polluting this house, Quit like see what is it is within you. That's so polluted that you want to change about yourself. Now, a lot yeah. of people think that that's militant. They
1: think it's rigid. It's over. It worked for me. I needed that. Yeah. I fuck, I needed to go. I, I was well, a, What's What's wrong with, what's wrong with militant? What's wrong with structure and organization and nothing. You know, it's uh, sort of like an equal and opposite reaction sure. of like where we were at. Like Larry used to say something at Liberty house. That I love, he used to say, you guys are coming into this house mm-hmm. and your crazy is here, right? The house has to meet you where you're at. Mm -hmm. we can't be like normal and soft right it's not going to you know we have to like come up with ways to change to help you change your behavior Mm
0: -hmm.
1: to be different why you got loaded in the first place how else are we gonna like you can't just sit down and talk about stuff
0: right if they don't change their behavior they're gonna get loaded again right Plain and simple. Yeah. Uh, a c- couple of questions. You got a few people asking questions on here, but I wanted to ask you this. You you named it Graceland. Is it on a street called Graceland? Do you love Elvis? Like what how'd you come up with the name Graceland Ranch?
1: Actually, my buddy came up with that name and I liked it. Um Grace. Like we're being given Grace. Okay. I like you know, that. like, like, like I am so lucky that God graced me with the willingness. Because mm-hmm. most people never find that. And right. even after being in discovery for five days, I'm like, I'm fucked this. I'm out. Right. I tried to leave. Right. Like, that's what happens is we, we hit a bottom and we're like, oh, I'm going to do this. And then you get sober a couple of days and you realize what it's really going to take. And you're like, mm-hmm. I don't want to do this anymore. And right. then somehow I heard a message the next day through someone who was speaking at a meeting. And. I feel like that was God gracing me. And if you're sober, you're one of the lucky ones. Mm
0: -hmm. Absolutely.
1: The odds are very heavily stacked against drug addicts and alcoholics. And, and that's another reason why I feel like I need to be as loud as possible to reach as many people as possible. Because I think that like a huge percent of the world's problems are because of alcoholism and, and, and drug addiction. If you look at like the prisons and, drug related crimes and so much of it is because of people looking for an escape through substances, you know, mm-hmm. but so, yeah, so Graceland is just, just a cool name.
0: Okay. I like it. Very nice. And how do people find you? Is it mainly through so your social media platforms or is it people in Agora Hills just know that, Patridge Ridge has a place over here that we want to send. I'd say
1: people. sixteen or seventeen out of the twenty-one people that are here found us through TikTok, and they're from all over the country through TikTok. So there, and so
0: that there's somebody that asked they're, a question here. She said, "Do you see that question right there?" The question I'd like to ask is, "Why is everybody so hard on him, on his recovery house? How do you know recovery houses are like in Orange County or like a revolving door, all about money, 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 twelve hundred a month for a bed with three people in a room?" <laughs> so wait, what did she say?
1: Why? Hey, I'll put everybody... it up again. She's saying, why is everybody so hard on you? Um because we're... I'm because I'm like not like a normal uh, like because I don't present like you said, like I don't present some like like filtered um they're not used to seeing an unfiltered like uh raw person. I mean like just last week I posted a video of like me and my wife like arguing. And it has like 300,000 views, like the owner of a structured, sober living shouldn't be arguing with his wife or should he (laughs) like, that's just like, are you married? No, I'm not. Okay. So I've been with my wife for 15 years, right? For me, if I was someone watching me, I would be like, okay, so let me just look at what's actually happening in this person's life. Okay. And by the way, can I just say, thank you so much for having me on.
0: Oh, thank you for coming on. I've been wanting to talk
1: Because, like, I have felt a little bit like the friend that nobody wants to be seen with. Like, Mm -hmm. you bring to the party and you, like, don't want to be seen next to this person. Because, like, especially for for people that are in the community, Mm -hmm. because, like, they are afraid that, like, by even standing next to me, they're going to get canceled. Interesting. I want
0: want you to... Let me tell you well,
1: something
0: I about day, dude. What the fuck? I mean, that's let that's me let me tell hard. you something about that right now. See, Michaelis, right there. We figured out when he was on my podcast. We figured out that we actually used to hang out at Soren's house when he was spinning records, and I think that we probably did drugs together. But to see this guy now, be who he is, and the love that he has for you, as well as Chris Howard too. If these guys respect you and love you, and they know that your heart's in the right place. I would love to be able to talk to you. If I thought yeah. you were a complete scumbag, I would have you on here. I don't think you're a fucking scumbag. Oh, I think thanks. I think you're a good dude. I have watched your stuff. Right, and from right. what I see, this is what I get. And I wanted to talk about this today. There's something that a lot of people don't know about the vibe that goes on in your environment or in my environment of our Alps. The miracles that we get to encounter and see, like at you at Graceland or me at my Essence house, the shit that I see, or at my, I have another place called Limitless Journey, The people that are in our house, when you see these people come from fucking hardcore addiction or mental health or alcoholism and transform their lives and become these fucking amazing human beings that they always were, they just never knew that they were talented, artistic, so many different things. The shit that we get to see, the vibe that we have, when when they hate our guts, some of them fucking hate my guts. I make a lot of four steps. But when we fucking go through it and and they stick around and they don't jump ship and they don't leave and they actually transform and change their lives, the vibe that we get to encounter in our homes, it's priceless. So anybody wants to say a lot of shit about – I have a lot of haters. I got a lot of enemies, a lot of people that – Say Peja's house is this and that. Well, check this out. I'm not a fucking mattress flipper, and I'm and we don't have a place where the management's getting high. I don't do suboxone maintenance. I, yeah. you know, that's to each their own. Anybody want to do that shit, go create that type of house. Fine. It's it's not a weed friendly house. Weed friendly to me is not a sober living. It's yeah. just a house where people are smoking weed out. Right, but. I provide a space where we're about the 12 steps. We want our people to be engaged. And, and, and I see this. I watch your videos and I see the way that you, Pat Ridge, encounter like, the interactions that you have with the people that come to your house. This is a beautiful thing. And another thing I want to say too is, Pat, I don't even know this for a fact, but I have good reason to believe that a lot of people that you bring in, some of them can't afford to live in your place, but use
1: scholarship. Am I mistaken on that? Yeah. I mean, we we, we, we do what we can. You've you've helped people out that that couldn't well, I mean, afford. Yeah, it. J- Joseph came straight off of Venice
0: Boulevard. He's uh, there. You he's go. Homeless. So and sometimes we got to do that for people because we've probably been in those positions where somebody I, I helped us.
1: I, I learned a lot from from just watching Larry. I, I'm I'm sorry sorry for mentioning your name. I love Larry. Like Larry has Larry's Larry. a G, man. I love Larry. And, and I actually still like he still believe it or not like me and him text
0: yeah me too
1: i know larry no but like i don't think you understand like no you got that's your homie but like no but like we've been through like i've before i opened the house he Uh basically put me on non-com with liberty house (laughs) (laughs) because of some other shit that's in that's in episode eight or nine some some cbd incident that i had my friend gave me cbd and i was taking it and it I didn't know it. It, it. He considered that a relapse. He wanted me to change my sobriety date and mm-hmm. he put me on non-com with the house, but he still texts me. Right. Cause he's like a good dude, bro. He
0: loves people. He and, loves us. So,
1: so what I realized watching him was like, you need to address each individual, like where they're at. Is this person willing? Right. Will this person be good for the house? Do mm-hmm. they have something the house will benefit from if not, right. and they have no money and they're not willing and they have got too much ego and entitlement. Then like maybe they can't maybe I can't help them. I've Mm -hmm. actually never had anybody who showed up, wanted to stay, had Mm -hmm. no money, and I said you gotta leave. That's never happened. People always just want to leave. It's weird. So so yeah, I guess like we have uh you know rent is a certain price, but. Mm -hmm we're looking at all parts of your life. We're talking to your family. We're seeing where you're at. We're seeing what you can afford. And we're, whether or not you're ready to work, we're just going to make it, we're going to try to help you save your life, like however we can.
0: So just to be clear, because the people might misconstrue shit, you're a cash pay sober living for people that obviously the ones that can afford it, but there's no insurance being billed, right? Well i we can't we can't bill insurance for so, because you're not- provide, just, I just wanted to put that out there so that people don't fucking make up rumors and shit. Another yeah. thing is when I, when I listened to you in Chris howard's uh interview, you know he was bringing up uh body brokers and things like that, and I think that you zeroed in on what he was saying, and you were trying to basically say like just let's be clear like I'm not about that. I know you're not about that way of life like that's not anything that you have anything to I, do I honestly don't even know
1: how, how it works that would even be possible considering that we're an unlicensed sober living that cannot accept insurance. Like how would we be doing that? Right. I mean, there's people that do it or have done it in the past. Well, So it's like this, it's like, you can't win. Right. So it's like, okay, so either, either you're, you're fucked up for not being licensed and trying to do like, you know, therapy and shit or, Mm -hmm. or, your body brokering because you have a license. So it's like yeah. at a certain point, you just have to realize this is the first time recovery has ever been a part of social media. And because of TikTok, because of sober TikTok, mm-hmm. it's growing, it's getting bigger. And I think five years from now, there's going to be a massive, massive recovery movement online. Mm-hmm. And this is just a very, very beginning, the beginning of it. Of it. The beginning it's the beginning. like, people are like, wait, what's going on? Like judging and like, we have haters and it's just like, and, and, and another thing I want to point out is that like, when you're dealing with an audience, that's largely like alcoholic, mm-hmm. you're obviously going to get hate because alcoholics are the most judgmental, <laughs> resentful, especially untreated ones. Right. So it's like, I don't know if you know this, but I have like, entire pages like dedicated to like trying to take me down
0: i'm i'm sure i'm sure there's a lot of people that are trying to do that and
1: it happens you know uh jen
0: barton asked this question i don't know if you want it she says have you signed up to be a certified sober living
1: um yeah we kind of looked into that and then i don't remember what happened uh, I don't even know what that – you mean like on the – there's like a list of –
0: I think there's whatever. a coalition. Maybe that's what she's talking about. Yeah. Is are are the, you? So, no, I'm not.
1: I know about the Sober Living
0: Coalition, but I have not – Yeah, I just felt it. like,
1: yeah, it was maybe too soon at the time, and there was like so much like stuff happening. And... She also says
0: – and this is to a whole other thing. That was the whole thing on the ethics page was he was pairing with treatment centers and getting kickbacks, also accused of doing licensed services – in an unlicensed home. Now, Christine Williams says, uh, I think you're great. Your wife is amazing. Peggy, all sober livings have a shit show. Go in with hope, faith, work your recovery like you did. You're dope. 40 years clean. I work for probation and parole. The bottom of the bottom. Thank you for sharing today, Patrick. We really enjoyed you. Keep up the good work. Jocelyn says, Jocelyn Kelsner says, uh, Pej and Pat, to people who have helped I mean, grasp sobriety. Wow, um, awesome, awesome. So you know, I mean, it is what it is. There's going to always be people that that uh, like to put people under the microscope. But dude, if I believe if your heart's in the right place and you're doing it for the right reasons, um,
1: yeah, like this is actually just one small part of my brand, which is learning to lose. This mm-hmm. is like a sober living where we get to like actually help people for real. Mm-hmm. But learning to lose is a brand. What is that? It's kind of like a movement. Um, like it's sort of like the fight against cancel culture and just being transparent on social media, really like learning to lose, like learning to accept your flaws and your failures as an opportunity for growth. Where can people find that learning to Okay. That's what it is. But learning to lose is the brand behind all this me and my wife, mm-hmm. like she's making, but she's not sober. So it's not a recovery brand. It's like right. for all human beings who just want to be honest mm-hmm. and not judge themselves or others, mm-hmm. because we're having sort of this epidemic right now of like fakeness on social media, which is why people are getting canceled because like, as soon as somebody sees something off online, they like immediately want to cancel that person. Mm -hmm. And I don't think we should be looking at human beings that way. So learning to lose is that's whatever you want it to mean. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: It's whatever you want it to be really. You know what I mean? Totally. It's like me and my wife and Mikey and Danielle and Wickham and everyone here, you know, we have like, The show on YouTube and merch, and um, so, like, affecting culture in, like, even in a small way is like my goal. I'm not really trying to be like the sober guy with a sober living, right? I'm like wanting to think of it as a bigger. Like I would like to use what I've learned from AA to help all people, and help people understand that I'm married to someone who smokes and drinks and uses. Mm -hmm. That's okay. Like people that drink and use aren't. We can coexist. Like why we don't need to be some like weird exclusive club. You know, we've just learned a way of life that all people could benefit, like could benefit. And I remember when I was on tour, I used to like, you know, people would be like, oh, you want to get higher, or whatever. And I would tell them, you know, I'm sober. Like I would never hide that. And we would end up getting into a conversation about life and sobriety. And they would ask me like, how do you, um, how are you always around people using and and not doing yeah, and it's just like, well, because I've actually done step one. That's how.
0: You just don't want to do that anymore.
1: That's well, I right. mean, step one, if you've done step one, yeah, yeah. You, you know. That you can't. Yeah, you know, you know you're in your inner. If you want to, mm-hmm. you just haven't done step one. Right. I feel like Michaelis was the one who really like drove that concept home. I'm I sure remember. it was was it the, the, the idea that like you shouldn't have a problem being around drug addicts or other people that aren't sober. If you've done step one. Yeah. 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 And, oh, and you also wouldn't, don't have a problem being honest with people around you because you've accepted your truth. Why would you want to hide that? But which kind of brings up the question of anonymity. And I mean, I could go, I've put a lot of thought into like my approach to social media as it relates to recovery Mm -hmm. and like the world. And I've had experience in the music industry and then the, and then the production industry and making content for other people and realizing that like, I'm willing to be a disruptive, I'm willing to use sort of like a disruptive marketing strategy to reach to reach alcoholics and addicts um, because, and that's another thing about learning to lose is like when you go and you hear a speaker at a meeting and they're talking about all the shit they've done, Mm -hmm. you feel a little bit better about yourself because you don't feel so bad about the shit you've done. Right. So that's the thing about like, if you really want to help people, you kind of got to be willing to look bad. I feel like, I feel like, well, that might not be true. You can still help people and look good all the time. But if you really want to help someone, I think from my experience, like looking bad and exposing times when you're embarrassed and Mm -hmm. that, and being willing to be like vulnerable in front of others, Mm -hmm. that's like the thing that people are going to relate to the most and vulnerability. I I think that's the thing that people. Are going to find the most strength in, like, yeah, vulnerability is my greatest strength. For that's sure. Sort of, Transparency. Sort of like the learning to lose tagline. Right. That, are, that the man who is making the approach, Michaelis just handed me the big book. Of course he did. Come yeah. on now. It says that the man who is making the approach has had the same difficulty, that he obviously knows what he is talking about, that his whole deportment shouts, at the new prospect that he is a man with a real answer, that he has no attitude of holier than thou, mm-hmm. nothing whatever, except a sincere desire to be helpful. Yeah, see, that's the thing, is like I'm not perfect, I'm not holier than thou. As a matter of fact, I'm pretty like fucked up sometimes. <laughs> But admitting that is like the first step in like being able to really, really grow and really help people. And even with sixteen years sober, I have stuff I need to work on.
0: I think we all do, always.
1: Yeah, I think so,
0: always. I don't even think I know. I, I, I've seen my shortcomings on a daily.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> um, question for you: Is is Suboxone maintenance allowed in your house? No, absolutely not. And tell me what? Why not?
1: Well, so here's a here's a crazy situation. We actually just had someone in here when we first opened. There was a guy who was on the shot. Yeah, the sublucade. Yep. Which is like thirty days. He didn't even have. I didn't really understand what that was. Yeah, it's once a month.
0: Once a month they get shot. He
1: came in and he was like, "Oh yeah, I just got this shot, and I'm not gonna need it for thirty days." Uh-huh. And I'm like, "All right, cool. In thirty days, we'll." address that and you probably won't, we won't, you won't get it. Cause that's not really what we're about. He ended up somehow getting it, sneaking it through the cracks in the house, which doesn't normally happen, but um, you know, he, he was, uh, he ended up just having, he ended up just leaving just recently. Actually, that's the only person that we've ever said, you have to go unless you stop taking the shot. Cause he wanted to stay but he wasn't willing to get off the shot. Mm -hmm. And, you know, he just had sort of a a mute, like sort of like desensitized energy about him. Wouldn't you say? Mm -hmm. I'm looking over at Caleb. Like he was a great guy. We fucking love him, dude. But like it just felt like he wasn't really able to get, you know, honest and vulnerable on the level that we need the people in this house to be, to be getting because of the shot, the shot was just sort of dulling his, um, his being, you know? Mm-hmm. Okay, good. I'm, I mean, I'm dude, why really- because Suboxone is a fucking opiate <laughs> pretty much. I mean, it's I not, mean, I don't know what, what else there is to talk about. I mean, look, harm reduction, like cool. Like if that's helping you save your life, great. I would encourage you to eventually at some point get off that. Sure. And it's living. What better time than in the sober living to get off Suboxone?
0: I couldn't agree with you more. I got this guy on on TikTok that's lately been trolling me. And I think he trolls me because he wants to get some of my followers. But he, he comes at me and says that, that I'm fear-mongering people when I when I talk about my philosophy on subs. I personally, I believe in Suboxone. It should be utilized. It should be used. but. I think it should be used for seven to ten days. I don't think people need to be on sub maintenance for fucking right. a whole fucking year or five right. years or ten years, right? I, I, I don't I, think still well, recovery you. you're st- you're not really sober in my world. And then when I say that shit, this dude will just come at me, and you can see like he sits there on his TikTok, has his shit on a teleprompter or written out, and he's trying to come at me sideways and tell me about how I'm fear mongering. and I'm like. I'm fear-mongering. Like, why don't you fucking let people have a chance at getting some real recovery? I understand. I, I get harm reduction. I understand if a person was, like, a long-time opiate user for many, many years. But seriously, like, the dude's been on fucking opiates for 20 years. Now you want to fucking slow pace him on subs for 10, like, 10 years or five years. Let the guy fucking get some a taste of the real life, the real recovery. And, again, that's what I subscribe to. If there's there's some sober livings that allow – Sub maintenance in their houses there's some sober livings that allow weed smoking but it's nice to hear that you guys don't you don't want that there and i don't want it in my houses either
1: yeah and 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 to be honest with you those other houses like i'm sure they're still probably do. it's like funny how we like lose sight of like the bigger picture like Mm -hmm. if people are in a sober living and they and they're trying to do better Right. Like that's still like good at least on some level compared to where what where they were before. So it's like awesome. Like, but for me, like I'm not really interested in like. I I'll just go make music videos, dude. Like I don't mm-hmm. want to be a part of like anything unless it's like all the way. Right. And what we're doing here is like, we're giving someone a chance at like a gr- at like an awesome life mm-hmm. because they're like becoming like super. Um, tough, responsible people with integrity and honesty, and like we're teaching them how to be like stand up citizens, like, and it's like structure and it's hard. It's like, I don't want to be like, I fucking love that analogy. It's military, it's like the Navy SEALs of recovery over here, bro. Sure, and that's how I want it, that's how I like it, that's what's exciting to me. I don't want to have some watered down thing
0: do the residents in your hu- in your house do they do the cleaning do they have chores do they have daily chores do they do double scrub or do you have a cleaning crew that comes through just serious. curious
1: of course we do all that they do all No that. fucking cleaning crew no cleaning crew They we don't, do even, have, we don't even have gardeners anymore we, we have people doing They the do learning. the gardening too yeah well we got we were built we're, 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 we're making a garden we're making a a vegetable garden uh-huh. and like it's a way for them to like you know to if, to learn, to h- like, horticulture and things like that. to, well, to I mean, honestly, like, earn, like, there's ways people can earn, like, a little bit of extra spending money if they don't have credit, if they're not trying to work. So, like, you can do extra duties around the house if you're trying to, like, you know, get some words knocked off of, like, an essay. I mean, dude, oh, it's, nice. Like, it's full-on structured.
0: So, you'd be having words up in that
1: house quite often, right? Like, I people mean, get like, words. Bro. Yeah. <laughs> johnny yeah johnny we have so johnny um maya um sapphire abby they've all completed 100,000 plus word essays there we go and these
0: the people in some of my houses trip when i give them like 500 to a thousand i mean we 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 used to do a lot more words but uh, but I get it. Like I, I, know that the there's a reason for words, and they'll
1: of- tell you how much they've gr- they grew as a result of writing as the a word, result right. of it, and and right. just like completing something they thought was going to be hard. Like when we're out there using, like we don't finish things that right. are challenging, right? So when they get when they finish something that was that yeah. they thought was going to be really hard, right? Their self esteem is goes through the
0: roof. Pat, sure, sometimes sure. I have people sit and read me their words. And when I some of these people are just fucking brilliant. I'm like, you right. should, should become a fucking writer. Like yeah. you write so well. Like I, I I never knew. Like do you do you have somebody that counts the amount of words or do you do you have uh yeah, someone our,
1: that- our essay monitor?
0: Nice. Damn, dude, you're doing a lot of great things over there, man. I'm gonna have to come oh, check.
1: Oh, you, no, you have no, bro. I want to come it's... check out Graceland if you don't mind. I would love that. If you okay. just all you have to do is come to one of our dinners, okay, and you'll see what happens here. It's pretty gnarly. I'll I set mean, it, it up. Pretty... I'll set
0: it up with you. I want Michaelis to be there too, so we could all shoot the shit, chop so, it up.
1: You, so Tuesday nights you do dinner, and Thursday, right? Thursday, okay. Thursday, I mean Thursday would be like the day, bro. Thursday okay, night, we have dinner and then we have our house meeting which is all right i
0: live right down in the city right off of pico and robertson so i'd love to just cruise up to
1: agora hang out with you but dude yeah it's it, like the, the 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 communication and the organization and the structure it's something i never had growing up and it feels so incredible to be a part of that and to have like accountability and like to just have you know we don't forget about stuff and We do what we say and we say what we do and it's really cool to be able to apply like my ocd to something where it's actually like valuable rather than like vacuuming my house and like cleaning the fucking and like organizing the closet my wife's like what are you doing dude you're cleaning water on the sink it's it's gonna just get there's gonna be water there in five more minutes
0: Jen Barton's asking, "Do you teach life skills? Some of these kids don't know how to pay bills. Do you guys do that? Do you do vocational stuff? Help them uh take care of their
1: court." Yeah, everything. Everything. Well, I mean like it. once they get a job, they're doing everything. They're paying their own rent, they're working, they're yeah, like we're dealing with lawyers and courts and writing letters to courts and You write a lot of letters for people, don't you Pat? yeah so do i
0: i got like a template because yeah a lot of these kids man they'd be having duis and shit we got to fucking represent and let them know that they're doing outstanding in our sober livings why not fuck yeah, if they're we, doing we, good we, and you know what when yeah. someone asks me to write them a letter that doesn't do good i tell them i can't write a letter for you because you're not doing good here like if wow. you fucking really do good then i'll write you a letter but like live up to what i'm gonna write about you
1: yeah like we, we half the house showed up to court with jordan to support you because he had a couple assault on a peace officers and he thought he was going to go to jail. And his lawyer said it really helped the letter and like seeing other residents from his sober living in court. And how long is
0: your, how long is your program usually, how long is someone recommended to stay at a a year and then the step down house is now going to be open pretty soon. Right.
1: Yeah, and that's all like relative and that's all like individualized. Like I I don't really know. I think that there could be someone who who I like we've never I mean dude, we've only been open for 7 months. Is that it? Yeah.
0: 7 months and already you're under the fucking microscope. You're like Well, I mean
1: there I don't think there's ever been a sober living that's opened with like such a bang. Like we I opened you know, like the first video I posted about it got like, you know, a half a million views. I mean, we're, and then, yeah, it's just a lot of no one, I don't think, I don't think there's ever really been a sober living on social media. I mean, if, if there was, they weren't like really popular. It's not like, it's not like a, some call it a
0: reality show type of
1: environment. Right. I mean, not, I mean, I, i think learning to lose is more the reality show uh-huh. some of the residents have sort of made their way into the show because they like are solid in their recovery and they like want to be a, a part of it um but it's not really like a reality show about graceland it's sort of like my it's like me and then you're like, your life. I, I come here mm-hmm. and like oh here's johnny again like johnny was in the show before i opened the house Okay. And now he's like in the house. Um, so was um, Rudy who left and that's a whole nother story. Mm-hmm. That's the other thing about like sober living is it's hard, man, because like most people aren't going to graduate because okay. it's hard. It's a hard program. And I don't know if that's something that a lot of like, so I'm reaching a lot of people who aren't familiar with recovery. But, and they don't understand how hard it is to help somebody get sober, sober and stay sober. And the kind of like vengeful... I mean, when they come in here, they're liars, they're manipulative, they're resentful. they're. Mm-hmm. We're, when I came in, I was a fucking piece of shit. Like, we're not dealing with like innocent... People like we're dealing with people that are like not—they don't have great track records. Mm-hmm. So to 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 expect them to just like come and just like be all good mm-hmm. is crazy. It ain't gonna happen. It's not, it's not gonna not happen. Enough. It takes a lot of time and work, and most times they just end up leaving and doing the bullshit. I mean, from they what i up leaving seen, to go get
0: high or go back to their
1: lifestyle. I, I, I see it all the time. But like yep. if we can just – if we can save a few – I mean I'm really happy with like our ability to keep the people that are here. I think we've had less people leave than I was expecting at first and because what we do here is a more inspired, loving-based mm-hmm. approach, approach yeah. rather than like a shame-based. And I think that's like where people – are looking at, like, they don't want it to be shame-based, and I don't think it should Absolutely be. Absolutely not.
0: You're right. I I believe in, in uh, redirecting, showing people their shortcomings, but also empowering them and letting them know that they are, they have a lot of potential. They can do a lot with their lives. Good. I didn't know you've only been open seven months. That's, like, a very short amount of time for what you've been doing. But good. I'm stoked for you, dude. I totally am stoked for you. I I, I want to thank you for coming out today. I think you're you're a good dude. I'm thank sure you. I'm sure I'll get critics for saying that
1: about you, and I don't give a fuck. Like I know who I am. I know what I represent. Yeah, and and bro, we're we're at the we're like literally on the front lines of yeah. like this new, of like bringing recovery to the internet, mm-hmm. and we're the we're the first ones, dude. So like we're going to we're gonna get blowback and that's okay
0: people will get critical they'll always be critical it's all good though but i appreciate you i'm gonna arrange something with you off the air but god it it was good to have you here today truly it's good to hear from you get to to get to know you and and um and i will come and see you soon i'll I'll arrange that with you very soon awesome pej all right brother have a good rest of your day much love Okay, man see ya